Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. I have a book in front of me here, a shared home place. The life story, really, of Seamus Mallon, the former deputy first minister and a leading light within the SDLP. It is a good read. I haven't had a chance to read it all, but I've read uh, quite a bit of it. And Seamus Mallon is available to speak to us. Seamus, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, thank you very much for, for joining oh. us on the, on the programme. I'd imagine there'd be a, a smile on your face any week that Down have been beaten by Armagh in the Championship. Yes, I, uh, I saw the match. Uh, I'm, I won it about three times. <laughs> Down won it about four times. And, uh, but I have to say, I didn't see much great football in it. A very exciting game. Uh, and I hope the standard of football rises now. Uh, in their future games with other counties. Yes, I, I notice uh, from in, in the book, you know, you, you obviously played for the ranch back in the day, and there's a, a picture of you here as a, a footballer. I think the photograph was taken at, at Casement Park. This this book really does tell your story of, of life as a man from the Market Hill area, a man very much involved in nationalist uh, politics. And even today when we're speaking, one of the main stories on the news is about the disappeared and 60,000 dollars being offered to help find the bodies of the disappeared the, the, the life that you've led there seems to be no end to the stories and the legacy of your era in politics yeah it has been a, a terrible p- period of time especially in county armagh and parts of county down and Tyrone. the the type of violence that we saw where as i say in the book where neighbor killing neighbor has got a a terrible stench not just of death but of absolute moral decay and the reality is that people living cheek by jowl who had lived all their lives together finding themselves being victims or the perpetrators of murderous acts uh, has caused within the community here uh, a remarkable degree of resentment, of fear, and of the lack of one thing that is absolutely necessary in any society, and that is the ability to live together in peace and in harmony. And 
bringing their homesteads, their home places, together in a very positive way. The reality is that for almost uh, maybe three, four hundred years, the Protestant community and the Catholic community have lived, lived different lives in the same piece of earth. It has been uh, an accident of history that, in effect, both communities were set in enmity against each other for the purposes of, initially, the British monarchy, and then, uh, more recently, in terms of um, the British government. You know, it, it, it's remarkable to think that it is only, it's only uh, in the late 60s that, in effect, that stopped and it was only stopped when the civil rights movement began. And the two governments, the, certainly the Irish government, became very actively involved. And people have been made to think and rethink their own positions. I live in the middle of the unionist community here. I've lived here all my life. And I know them very well. They... Their greatest problem is their fear, their fear of being dispossessed within the island of Ireland, the fear that centers on the fact that they uh, are not considered to be Irish by some people who would uh, parade their Irishness in a very uh, public way. Let's face the fact that we're all the people who live here in the north of Ireland. We are going to be living here in 100 years' time and 200 years' time. What do we have to do to ensure that we bring a new generosity, a new sense of understanding, and a new sense of help uh, from one community to the other. There's a remarkable little um, quotation in, 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 in Irish, the Irish language. Arscach an Kela Avarin Nadina. In the shelter of each other we live. And you know how true that is. Do you get a sense, Seamus, that we're, we're, we're moving in a direction where we're. <laughs> forming a, a sense of hope as, as, a, as a very mature politician because I think a politician is a politician all his life as a very mature person of politics do you get a sense that there is hope even though everything seems to be log jammed or cul-de-sac and you know you, you set out on, on a journey to I suppose be alongside John Hume and to uh, share the, the political stage with, with unionism as you did with, with David Trimble. But if we fast forward to today where many people would say Sinn Féin stole the clothing of the SDLP, the DUP, leapfrogged the Ulster Unionists, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different environment now. And with, without being overtly political in the discussion, do you, do you see a, a sense of hope in the future? Because so much of your book reminds us of that dark past, but you do look to the future in it. 
Yes, it's very, very much. I, I, or the, the undercurrents of hope are there if people want to look for them and recognise them. I think the it's dawning at last on people that you can't unite people by killing them. You cannot create unity by introducing uh, items of disunity uh, as the means of obtaining unity. And people are beginning to look at their relationships, not just with the other section of the community here, but with their relationship with England, with Britain, a British government which is, quite frankly, uh, abused the nationalist community for the length of time they have been here, and in the recent past have treated the unionists in a very shabby way and will continue to do so. Those things are beginning to seep into people in the nationalist community. I think the violence, the recent violence and the suffering has brought it home to people, you know, that it is no way about, it's not a way to unite people by threats and actions of violence against them. So that as a small community here, living on the edge as they have lived on the edge for not just years, for centuries. I think it's time that we all geared ourselves not to the achievement of our, uh, of our ambitions, but to help other people to, um, uh, to, uh, to, to move into the different zone. It is a third space. It is not completely uh, at one with the Republic of Ireland. It is not certainly at one with Britain, and it is not at one with itself. And let's make it that, because that would be then create the goodness that is in Northern Irish people, bring it to the fore, to try and get rid of all of the shibboleths and recognize the other person's traditions with respect and the other per- the person's uh, response to the modern world to deal with it in a way that uh, confines the shibboleths and the nonsenses of the past and looks not just at unity in Ireland, not just as a, a a territorial thing, but as breaking down barriers between people who are living cheek by jowl in every part of the north of Ireland. Seamus, I really appreciate your contribution this morning. The book is called A Shared Home Place. It's by Seamus Mallon. It is available at this present moment in time, courtesy of Lilliput Press. And if you want to read how Seamus Mallon saw life from his earliest days right through until the current cul-de-sac that we find ourselves in uh, politically, that book 
is now available. Appreciate your time, Seamus, and continue good health, and thanks for speaking to us this morning. Thank you, Frank, and uh, as I say, I wish Down uh, the luck they deserve in the next match. Uh, thank you very much. They'll need it in the back door. Uh, Seamus Ballin, great footballer in his time, and of course, uh, a politician of note as well. Uh, a shared home place, uh, Seamus Mallon, uh, that book is now available. Uh, this is the U105 phone in. Uh, good morning. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.